what is up everybody today is what june 29th i keep messing up the date uh this is episode three of before we're 30 you can get before we're 30 on all podcast services you see below and of course on youtube where we hope you're watching the most um austin how do you feel we're back from vacation i feel burnt we're out back at it you feel burnt out yeah i've been tired You've super been tired. tired okay <laughs> why is that i don't know i've just been like even like ever since i got back like i've still been busy so yeah you had you got back you had to like move something you have to help move all day that was and then in between that it's just been buying for her apartment yeah and stuff like that so yeah. it's been busy but the rest of the weekend is going to be chill so that's yeah. good <laughs> i'll recuperate and then go back to work monday so definitely um we haven't had much time to, I think, me and you to reflect on vacation. So I want to do that real quickly <laughs> because vacation was crazy. Was um, I would say, like, it was weird because we went down there and I feel like for the, what, six days we were down there? Six. Six. Six days. In 19th Jackson, through the 26th. In Jacksonville, Florida. Pretty much. Um, I think it went by really, really fast. And, like, I didn't think it would. And it just, it flew by. And, like... It when we were when we were there, it felt really slow though. Like the days were yeah. like, going by super slow. A couple days were but then, especially going by super slow. The first couple, I think, were the worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then after that, everything was pretty chill. Yeah, it was panned out. Um, I didn't know this, but like I was listening to uh, Chris D'Elia. He's a comedian. He has a podcast. He he like hates Jacksonville. He says it's one of the worst cities in America. I would personally almost agree yeah for certain for all for personal reasons i would agree (laughs) but other than that it's a pretty cool place like it's chill if you want to if you could like be under totally under the radar there i feel like and not be bothered by a lot it looks scary-ish doesn't look like the nicest beautiful resorts that you see in florida but definitely overall it was nice why does he hate it I don't know. He just he just says the people there, and then the place is just like trash. Like every other city is just better. I thought the people were really nice. Yeah, I thought the people were nice and I- way nicer than up here, dude. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, if we if we, totally if we were to try some of the stuff we tried down there up here, we yeah, probably got yeah, smacked. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I didn't turn my phone on. So it is right. yeah, it was nuts. But yeah, the, it was it was all right. I, I I also think we didn't get like the full experience of the city because we're so young. So that's true. Like it's going, probably yeah. all the clubs and stuff. There was only one club that was 18. Yeah. And unfortunately, so I feel like that, that, that's a little bit too of it, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, he said it was pretty crappy. I thought it was okay. You thought it was okay. Um, I, our house was great. House our house was, was dope. Awesome. Our house was dope. Yeah. The pool was awesome. Best part. Yeah. Low key of the trip <laughs> was the house. Well, not really the beach. The fact that it was so close to the beach was really cool too, because I feel like we should have utilized it more, but we went more than once, which is what I thought was going to happen. I thought we were just going to go to the beach one day and everyone was going to get sick of it. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Um, but we went a couple times and it was cool. Yeah, I thought it Different was times of the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Lyft driver. So, so, okay. So we're all in different, we're all in different lifts. The whole group that we went down there with Florida. Um, Mine's was playing blue face the whole time. Yeah. It, and he mine, got hit. mine on the way there was lit. So so we're all driving in different lifts. We're on the way back home. Uh, me and two others of our group drove in a lift. So we're in this lift and we're talking to the lift driver and she starts playing some really good music. So we start vibing the music and then we start talking to her, seeing where she's from and, and she's talking to us, see where we're from. And we're doing that, whatever the heck that <laughs> you say, is. You said vibing, so I was just vibing. Whatever that is. Uh, and then we, we went to the house, and then one of our passengers suggested that. <laughs> one of, like, nice face. This I is, heard it was you. It was not me. I thought it was you and Justin, it because me. when you guys walked into the door, you guys were like, hey, I know some, he, you were like, I know this is weird, but... Me and Justin brought the no, no, Uber no, driver no, home, no, and no, she's no, lit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. The other passenger that was with us definitely, and you can ask Justin, <coughs> definitely did did the work. And then okay. Me and Justin were just sort of like, all right, whatever. Like, we, okay. We, it was an that makes more so sense okay. for sure. So, but we—that's so why I was like, yeah, they're there, fried. Our, our our other passenger, 
invites the Lyft driver into our vacation home. And so the other Lyft driver is like, whatever, like I'll come and party with you guys. So she came in the house <laughs> and from there, a whole lot of drama. I don't even want to talk about it, but it, it was a fun night. It was all right. Um, at the yeah, end she night. ended up she ended up getting booted though too. Yeah, yeah. mad quick. We got her out. Shotty so was it, weird. All was good. All was okay. The Lyft driver did not do anything terrible to us. Um, except except for hit on a couple of the people <laughs> when she pulled up. That was a little. That was that was weird. That was I was really like, weird. wow. That was really weird. So vacation went okay. Um, I think I I think uh, for for the amount that we spent, I definitely had a good time. For the amount that yeah. it was worth it, for sure. For sure. And I would say for, for people out there who are, like, contemplating, if you're young and you're contemplating, like, should me and my friends go on vacation? Should we spend a lot of money? Do it. Do Just it. Just do it. Just do it. And don't don't go too in-depth with planning and trying yeah. to do all that because half this shit's not going to work out. It's but it's fine anyway. Yeah. Like, you're, no matter what, it's going to be bumpy. For real. Because we're so young. You're and you have no clue what to do. Yeah. But just do it. Like it, it, was it was fun. At the end of the day, it was so worth it. With all the drama, all the money that I spent, it was definitely. definitely like I said, it. yeah, because like we weren't even really in much of that shit. Yeah. So yeah. we were chilling. No, for sure. Um. So yeah, that was vacation. Now we're back. We uh, are when back. When we came back, I think. Uh, when did we come back? Thursday. <laughs> My brain's so out of it. So, so Thursday we came back. Yesterday was Friday. So yeah, yesterday I went. And saw Annabelle. Annabelle comes home. Did you really? Um, oh yeah, yeah, you guys saw it at like ten thirty last did you, night. Um, did you see any of the Conjuring movies? Didn't even get an invite, but we'll, we'll, we'll skip that. <laughs> First of all, we'll someone said that. you were still moving. We'll skip that. <laughs> all right, we'll skip that. Did you watch any of the Conjuring movies? Yeah. All right, which ones have you watched? All of them. All of them. Yeah, except for this new one. La Llorona. Okay, that way that's, that's a movie. is it really? I didn't even know that before I went to go see this movie. I was watching like a summary of the whole series, but yeah, it's it's Dang. one of the one of the movies. So I have a couple. Of, I might rewatch all of them though. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna give a quick, spoiler-free as much as possible uh, review of Annabelle, and you can ask some questions if you want, Austin, along okay. the way. Yeah. I thought the movie altogether. I thought the movie was okay. Um, I thought the plot. Uh, so do you know? Uh, Scooby Doo, like the live action Scooby Doo movies, mm-hmm. the second one, yeah, where they like bust in the museum and then like all the monsters bust out and yeah. they have to like catch them all and like mm-hmm. run from them and stuff. It's basically that. Like it was all of the ghosts. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was all of the ghosts that are in Annabelle. They were all in like this in room. that museum yeah. in that room because she put the doll in there and it was like it was a bunch a spoiler, of haunted shit. Just the it's in the tr- it was a trailer, right? What happens. Um, yeah, she goes in the, mood, uh, in the room and busts a bunch of ghosts out. So it like kind of reminded me of the second Scooby-Doo movie. Um, and then it had like this weird plot where the... So you have the two psychics who like are doing everything. Mm-hmm. They have a daughter. And it was like this... Uh, another weird plot where it was like the daughter was taking over... W- w- was having the powers of the mom. So she was like trying to deal with that. And like she, she was seeing like... Oh, of the, the lady? that No, she's an insidious. What mom? The, the so so the the two paranormal investigators the the father yeah and the mother oh that mother yeah yeah, yeah. So, okay so they're both she's just like a psychic she sees the yeah. ghost okay. the yeah, who, like, yeah 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 movie sees the ghost so the the kid gets those powers and like starts to see ghosts and stuff so you have that plot point going on and then you also have this like babysitter who has nothing to do with the rest of the series uh, who lost her father um, the point of of me like mentioning all this I feel like the movie. It was just a, a blockbuster scary movie, and it was just like a like we're just gonna get you in the theaters, and you're just gonna be scared, uh, because I feel like the three plots that they tried to set up, they didn't go in depth in any of them, like they they didn't really show us in depth of any of these relationships. So they just had a bunch of subs. And yeah, more like- exactly. They they had a bunch of subplots that didn't even go deep themselves, and then they had no real like major plot, and so so the plot was kind of weak. The story was kind of weak. Um, the pacing also I felt like was was really off like the first 30 40 minutes of the movie went so slow because it was all exposition very little scary stuff going on and so that kind of I hate mad. that dude then when it got to the scary stuff it was sort of like the scary stuff happened so fast that at the end of the movie me and the people we were watching I was watching it with we all just looked at each other like like this is it like it's over I hate like, that about I hate that when I go to a movie yeah. and I'm I'm like that was it. Just just a, a really weird pacing, a really weird ending. Uh, so 
other than that though for the scary parts that were in there they were definitely scary they were i think some of the scariest moments in the conjuring which i think you should have um because you have literally all the monsters and ghosts and stuff that you've been setting up for the whole entire franchise um so so that was good it it was scary it was it was cool midsummer comes out in five days we need to go see that and then review it together. Yeah, podcast. So that, that is that's for sure. That's going to be a fantastic movie. Definitely. Um, so I give Annabelle, I give it like a seven out of ten. Like if you want to go see a scary movie, I guess go see it. But it's nothing. Like the story's not there. The nothing's really there for me. It was just scary. <laughs> that was it. Um, so yeah. Sometimes it's good to just be scary though. No, but I'm. I wish it was good. You wish it was good? Yeah. I kind of don't want to go see it now, but I'm, I still might. I would say you it. don't have to. Like, really? just save your money and wait till it comes to Netflix or whatever it comes to. Because, um, yeah, it, it was not that worth it. I was gearing up to go yeah, see that. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Um, see, Stefan said you were still. I'm mad that you made that comment. Well, Stefan said you were still moving. N- no. That's first. Okay, man, this man Stefan is a capper because <laughs> Stefan was supposed to come back over there with me <laughs> and like hang out because we were supposed to like buy everyone pizza for helping move. Ah. And he was like, "Can I just drive there myself because I have a movie to go to at 10:30?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's fine." You and I didn't ask him us? what movie until uh, I mean he mentioned it after, okay. but I was like, "Oh, <laughs> and, and then second of all, every time I hit you up to go to the movies, you're like, nah, I'm good. Like, so Dude, I, was like I was just like, Casey said that, like, should we invite Stefan and Austin? I was like, Austin probably don't want to go. I mean, I probably wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> exactly. But, and I was just messing around with that. But I guess, was, um, I guess was correct. No, yeah. Like, I, it just has to be a good movie. It has to be a good movie. No, yeah. Well, then good thing you didn't go because it was not yeah. that great. At least a movie that I want to watch. Because not a lot of th- movies in the theaters I want to watch anymore. They're all just kind of the same. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so like, bad. Take, yeah. take everything juicy out of the movie and just bare bones. It's the same thing. Yeah. And I, I feel like that mean. needs to be changed for the yeah. movie to be better. Because, yeah. like, if you just follow the same basic plot like guidelines why. and story yeah. guidelines... It's like no matter what you do in the movie, it's still gonna be the same thing. I feel like that's why we like A twenty four so much. Yeah, because it's different. It's all their movies are completely different from anything Hollywood's doing. Yeah, it's like a different perspective on like the same type of horror or like drama or love. The the their space movie high high on life or high life that came out or whatever. I need to see that, but it looks brilliant. Yeah. Um, No, I didn't really have anything interesting that I've like wanted to talk about recently. Oh, we could talk about Illinois legalizing marijuana. The I just, 11th, I was just, I was just going to, to say the that 11th name. state, the 11th state, congrats to legalize marijuana recreationally yeah. and medically that you can. So real quick, cause I don't think we've talked about this before. Where, where's our stances on marijuana? So you, you go first. I would say legalize it <laughs> for and, sure. And, I want to go a little bit deeper. Like, why should we? Like, what's your reason? Yeah, like, and so, like, I stand stand for it recreationally, but also medically. Now, some people don't really understand the medical side of marijuana as much as they see uh, the other side of it because the other side is the one that's broadcasted so negatively, like, in the media and everything. But the medical side is actually far more advanced than the non-medical side of it like uh cbd is a big part of it now like you can pretty much go get cbd anywhere and you're pretty much you're basically buying pot at that point whether you like it or not if you use cbd you're using marijuana it's it's the non-psychoactive but it's still a a, a yeah you still have to be 18 to buy it you know what i'm saying like it's a it's a active ingredient in marijuana that you whether you smoke it put deodorant on or whatever it's it's in there a lot of uh a lot of the mma community in ohio actually uses cbd to to recover well a lot of sports period period. now it's getting bigger and bigger and studies are even showing that um, microdosing actual cannabis, the THC side of it as well, yeah. can actually help oh, yeah, there, perform. Many, there, yeah. 
not it's not like a performance enhancement, but yep. it'll it like there's a lot of benefits. I think yeah. for me one of the one of the biggest benefits medically uh, is anti-inflammatory, which if that you know too, what yeah. Inflammation is it's basically the stuff that causes your bones to like decay and, and mm-hmm. your muscles to feel to feel sore, yeah, to feel sore and stuff like that. Uh, if you like get a disease, inflammation will make that disease worse. Stomach so, aches, yeah. uh, headaches, yeah. any all of that is pretty much inflammation. Seizures, seizures uh, are a big one. That marijuana also, also helps, so it has a lot of good medically. And so um, we'll flip it over to me. Um, I'm with you almost 100%. Um, where I sort of draw back um, is that when states go to legalize marijuana, um, and I say states very purposefully because I don't think it should be legalized federally. Mm-mm. And the reason for that is because I feel I'm, I'm a very strong uh, proponent of like, let the states do what they want to do. Right. If it doesn't infringe on the Constitution, then let the states figure it, figure it out themselves. Um, so, but my biggest thing when, when states go to legalize is not... Uh, is it beneficial? Is it blah, blah, blah? Because we already know it's beneficial. We right. already know ma- the benefits of marijuana. We already know even if you're using it recreationally, it can still benefit you. Right. Um, so we know all of this. Um, one of the things that I think keeps me from like, yeah, let's legalize it in every state no matter what. It has to do uh, good for three things. It has to do good for government. It has to do good for economy. And it yeah. It has to do good for consumer. I think if, if it does bad or even uh, a, a little bit negative for for any of those three uh, proponents or, or components of, of the of the equation, I feel like it shouldn't be legalized. You're so right. For example, in Ohio, we had uh, a couple of years ago. I want to say I want to say it was a long time ago when I was very young. I feel like it was like seventh eighth grade. Um, we had a bill to legalize. Yeah, uh, that was that was eighth grade. Yeah, eighth and grade so freshman year, eighth grade somewhere around. There. If you researched into that bill more, uh, the the legalization was going to come only with companies. Only with like three or four companies being able to grow and sell. Yeah. So they would have had a monopoly on the mar- on marijuana, on, yeah. on recreational marijuana, which is bad for the consumer the, and, and the, the economy. economy. It's only good for the government. Right. So like that that's the, the situation I mean. And that's exactly why it didn't get passed. Yeah, yeah. It has to, for me, advantage all of those three things. It has to, to advantage the economy. It has to be a free market item that mm-hmm. is not taxed overly. It's not right. taxed under. Um it has to be good for the consumer and no bad practices as far as the business. And I think that's why a lot of states are holding off on it and just doing the decriminalization stage first because yeah. they're seeing how these other states are handling yeah. it because they know they, the states probably know, okay, this state is definitely this state is definitely going to be the next one that's probably legalizing yeah. it. You know, let's watch and see how they yeah. do it because maybe their economic structure is closer to yeah. ours. So if they can do it, yeah. we can do it. The next is, uh, uh, well, from uh, what I've been researching, next is New Jersey and New York are looking into it. So I figured it. New York was going to be a big one sooner yeah. or later. So I'm going to read real quick. I love what Yahoo uh, th- 360 is doing. So they, they look at uh, key issues in America, and they give you all different perspectives on what's going on. So uh, real quick, to summarize what we're talking about, on Tuesday, uh, Illinois became the 11th state to legalize recreational marijuana use. The legislation also includes a provision that will allow nearly 800,000 people to have existing offenses for buying or selling marijuana scrubbed from their records. Uh, several other states have that have legalized pot have had similar methods for pot-related convictions to be either reduced in severity or cleared completely. There are roughly 600,000 marijuana arrests a year in the United States. 770,000 in yep. Illinois so was the exact number. What this uh, article is, is introducing and proposing... That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, What this bill, what this uh, article is is proposing or introducing to to readers is the fact that um, when these states do eventually make marijuana legal, what happens to the people who have already been convicted of marijuana laws? Now, the the way Illinois has done it so far is that they've only scrubbed your record if you're you're not in prison. Right. So, like, if, if you're out of prison and you have marijuana on your record, it's mm-hmm. expunged from your record. That doesn't include people who are already in jail for, like, in prison. They still stay in prison. They're probably, as far as right now. They'll probably, what they'll, if, what they'll, I feel like what they would end up doing is a lot of them that are close to just ending their time, they'll probably just serve it Maybe. out. We don't, we, we don't know what they're going to do. What but, do you think the best idea would yeah, be? Yeah, so that's, that's what I want to get into real quick. Um, so, I don't, I don't know if Illinois is going to do it or not. It, we still have a, a lot of time to see. I think it's seven months until this, this right. actually is, even goes into effect. 
so we we have the time to see uh but a lot of people have a lot of different views i want to read some of these so that we're a little bit more informed uh and our views are a little bit more informed of like the the debate um so marijuana conviction so this is i'm going to go through like a bunch of different viewpoints and i'll tell you who they're from uh marijuana convictions can have a severe impact on people's lives no one should underestimate how much even the most minor of misdemeanor convictions including marijuana or trespassing of any kind uh, can affect someone's ability to get a job to get housing to function fully in society that's from jenny roberts at npr um then we have another viewpoint here marijuana shouldn't be legal marijuana's risks are different from opioids uh, but they are no less real let let's remember that hard truths uh, as we listen to promises that allow the use of this drug will do no harm Uh, alex Brennerson, something i'll have it in the on the screen new york times uh let's go to clearing records would fix uh the racially imbalanced impact of the war on drugs uh marijuana use in the u.s is roughly equal among black and whites yet on average blacks are nearly four times as likely to be arrested for marijuana possession um Clearing, okay, so one more. Uh, clearing pot convictions would not make a meaningful difference in incarceration levels. Uh, it's fair to say that marijuana pro- prohibition and even the war on drugs more broadly is not the major drive of mass incarceration. German Lopez of Vox. So those are so, a few different viewpoints from a few different outlets. Last man's was... Was tweaking? Yeah, I feel like Why? on the low, because he said that that's not one of the main issues in the prison systems is that what he basically said yeah it's fair to say that marijuana prohibition and even the war on drugs more broadly is not the major driver of mass incarceration that is definitely not true more than like half of the population that's incarcerated is on drug related charges yeah i feel yeah i feel like that's a little misleading his quote um i don't want to from fox yeah it's of course (laughs) Vox does publish a lot of iffy stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to go into the article. Maybe I'll, I'll go into it and talk about it next episode. But what do you think should happen? What do you think should happen for people who are in prison right now for marijuana? Let's say in Ohio it gets legalized tomorrow. People in Ohio jail systems, what should happen to them? I don't think necessarily you should just free open the floodgates for every single person that has something with weed to do in their uh, criminal record. I feel like if you're served, say, say I'm I'm serving jail. There's two inmates, right? There's me and uh, Joe Schmo here. I'm serving on a drug trafficking charge and yep. a firearm, a possession of an illegal firearm. Yeah, violent. Not necessarily violent, but yeah. I have it on me. Yeah, gotcha. Man's next to me is arrested for having two plants in his house when he's not supposed to he's not it's not illegal it's not legal there yet but all he does is have two plants no guns no nothing like that he should be let should be let go immediately because there's no reason you have to hold him for he wasn't in suspicion of anything else you know he just had two plants like you someone called you know what i'm saying some dumb stuff on the other hand you Okay, the weed can get expunged, but what are you going to do about the gun? You know what I'm saying? You know, it might have the weed might have been the bigger picture, but you still have to serve time for the other things. So, I feel like if it's just marijuana related, like like nothing else involved, like you didn't hit nobody, you didn't do anything like that, you just got caught up with some weed on you and wrong place, wrong time, like even a speeding ticket yeah. and your license being violated or something. Like I like those, it's like you still got to you still have to serve that at some point or else what's the point of getting convicted for it in the first place so i'm i'm so on the fence with this like i, I totally see where you're coming from and i and i want to and I even then leaning, with I'm, those I think people I'm more on your side with the people that it's just weed i feel like it should also take at least a little bit of time before they get out not saying that it's cuz they're bad people but it's like you need yeah you need you know you need yeah. some type of way to get all that figured out it's not just yeah. going to be like in 10 minutes so like i'm saying i'm i want to be on your side and, and this morning when i was reading stuff and researching i was like almost i was basically on your side um for the most part and then i started thinking about it more i started reading other people's opinions and i have a a, a love-hate relationship but a respect for the legal system in america because we know we all know it's 
it's terrible in, in some places and, yeah. that, and that it doesn't do the right justice. But it's also something that I think we need to, as a community, fix all together. Um, and, and the only way to fix it is to abide by its rules. Right. And so if the government says, if a state government says marijuana is illegal and you have possession of marijuana or you smoke marijuana and you go to prison, I think it's hard to, to immediately just expunge someone for that. Because just, you were doing an illegal act yeah, at, you, the time. at the time. That and it, it sort of, if you just expunge them, it sort of like delegitimizes the justice system. Yeah, it, so it sort of makes it like, well, wait, if, if marijuana is now legal, what what can I do cocaine? And maybe that's going to be legal. Then I'll be expunged for that if I'm, if I get in jail for it. Right. I just, I just think that we have to have a certain amount of respect for the justice system. Um, so maybe like just serve your time still. And then once you're out, it's not on your record, yeah, but you still served your time. Yeah. So you're fine. But I, That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not even on that side. I'm just saying like, I'm on the fence because <laughs> that makes sense like, though. I feel like that would make more sense yeah. and that would be more logical. And yeah. if you brought that up, nobody could really sit there and go, well, that's stupid. Yeah. It's like how, like they, they, they knew at that time they got arrested that they were doing an illegal act, yeah. whether it was going to be legalized or not yeah. at one point, yeah. you know, it's at tough. that time it and, was illegal. We're not, we're not government officials. So we right. can figure it out. But uh, it's good to talk about it, and I think we're going to get other people's viewpoints as we uh, go on with this podcast about uh, I think marijuana, it, marijuana laws. I think it'll be legalized. So it's all it's a great the f- market. The, f- the future odds are it's probably going to be legalized in, in, in most so, states. There's so much money into it, dude. <laughs> so much. But there's also this is what I'm saying. It has to be good for all three sides because there's also states that have legalized marijuana. I think Washington. I want to say. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. There's a piece by Vice detailing how the economy of their uh, marijuana industry is like in turmoil because they've let uh, too many people have licenses. And so the economy has been overrun with marijuana. Yeah, it's saturated. They have yeah, too it's much. it's a saturated market. And so that's what I'm saying. It has to be good for the economy. And they're selling $40 ounces. Exactly. Jesus, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, so. Take me to Washington. No, I, mean. <laughs> I think we, we should take our time. We should definitely, yeah. I think it should be legal in most states. I think they should treat it like alcohol, almost. Yeah. Not or or even not necessarily or even cigarettes. Yeah, screw it. That's that. I mean, that's the argument. I mean, I, I don't want to argue too much because we're both we both agree that marijuana should be legal. But yeah. Um, I think that's the argument. It's like tobacco is killing people. Alcohol is killing people at levels way higher than marijuana. Marijuana yeah. zero deaths yeah. recorded in history from just marijuana over. And there's tons of people yeah, yeah. who smoke and drive dude yeah. all of that like not saying that that's smart do not be under the influence and drive period yeah, none right. of y'all but saying it's a lot more common to see people high coming out of their car reeking than they are boozed up or yeah. they're probably smoke. in a fatal accident yeah yeah pretty much so, that's that's almost like guaranteed yeah. all right so that's all the topics i have you don't have anything else. So we're going to get to our guests, uh, Amar and Ridge. Of Amar. Uh, they're going to talk to us a little bit about their clothing brand, how they formulated their idea for it, uh, and what they're doing today to, to grow that brand as far as possible. We'll see you then. What's up, guys? We're back with Before We're 30. I'm here with Amar and Ridge of Habibi. Uh, Amar, Ridge, introduce yourselves. Amar, first, let's go with you. Uh, Just get into a little bit about uh, where you're from, what your childhood was like, uh, just really briefly, until we get to the other stuff. So, So, like, uh, I was born and raised in the Middle East. Go ahead and put that mic to your... What what part of the Middle East? I got you, I got you. I'm going to get into it. Uh, I was born and raised in the Middle East, all right, because I lived in, like, the UAE, and then United Arab Emirates, and then mm-hmm. I lived in Saudi Arabia. So, I lived there for, like, 14 years, and then my parents decided to move to the States so I could get, you know, like, better opportunities and, like, just, like, better education. Right. So, like, they moved, they left, like, their jobs, you know what I mean, like, their status, everything, you know, just, uh... Make sure I get like a good education. How was it hard. over there? It's hard. It was. Yeah. It was like, like United Arab Emirates was like cool. So what, what age is this? Like, 
I was like from when I was born until like I was fourteen. Damn, so really? you lived you lived a pretty significant amount of your yeah. life over there. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so I have one quick question. Would you rather live here or back over there? I would love to go back. You know? Mm-hmm. Cuz like What's stopping you? It's I mean, that's what I, what I said before, like that my parents moved here for my education, right. you know? And I need to get that done before I go back there. Right. Cuz like I already started it, you mm-hmm. know? And I can't just like say you're done out of college opportunity for you to go back you're taking it if there yeah if there's an opportunity i'm definitely taking it yeah for sure so, so you came here in what grade seventh grade seventh grade but they made me take retake seventh grade when i came here okay yeah how different was you know and i know you can't speak directly to it but how different do you think an american's upbringing is from someone in the in united Emirates? i mean in the United Arab Emirates, it's like the social status, you know what I mean? People right. like, you know, most people are well off than other people. So right. money's money's not a thing over there. Right? No, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. But like my parents worked hard for it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I feel like over there, they, I mean, people grow up more appreciative mm-hmm. of stuff. You know right. what I mean? Here, it's like, it's more of like selfishness. You're definitely right. And like, and like like stay away from me type stuff you know so like over there like yeah you're well off but like you appreciate so much and everything you do is through like hard work you know like you you grind to get that so that's that's for what i think about it you don't you don't mind sharing a little bit about what your family did like so both of my dad graduated from law school in uh sudan mm-hmm. and then when they when they moved to the United Arab Emirates, my mom was working as a like a, a driving instructor. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, she like she just did it for a little bit, and then she just was like she didn't mind doing it, you know. And then my dad was just uh, he was handling like financing and like fin- management financing yeah. mm-hmm. with this uh, like Walmart type of company, like. Like a, right over yeah. there, like yeah, so yeah, like our Walmart, you know. So, yeah, that's that's what they did, and they like, you know, they they grinded, man, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so then let's flip over to you, Ridge. Uh, where'd you grow up? What's what's your story as far as uh, a little kid? Uh, Ridge the kid. <laughs> Slime. From Dayton, Ohio. And if you want to get specific, I'm from uh, Inglewood, Clayton area, uh, which is like, I don't know, west, west of Dayton, I don't know, north, south, east. But uh, I grew up in a, at like a suburb high school. So like, I lived where like, there's, here's Dayton, Clayton, Vandalia, North Vermont. My parents decided to go to the Fergus school. Of course, you know. Hold up, keep going. So, yeah, I come from like a suburb life kid, I guess you could say, in America and Ohio. Um, but I come from like my parents, like, they, it's kind of like, like a modern story, kind of. Um, my dad, high school education. Right. You feel me? He, he's not, he's, he's, he's. My grandmother was she was doing good for her she was doing good for herself but not for all the kids. Right, right. You feel me? So uh, high school education. He was just like, All right, I gotta figure it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he had a kid early. So then that's when it like it really hit him like, Okay, I need to start I need to start making a good living for myself. Um and my dad's my dad, I feel like for the circumstances that he was in, he's doing pretty good for himself. Like middle like coming from lower income to middle in, to like higher income higher middle income like he's doing pretty good for himself yeah um, and then as far as my mom similar circumstances I guess you could say but my grandparents on her side they were doing good for themselves too um, they come from a big family as well here in Dayton. All my family was originally from Dayton, so that's cool. That's why that's why I love Dayton so much, for real. It's, like, it's where all my family's rooted at. 
I heard Dayton was like a pretty good area in terms of like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I just, I mean, before tragedy struck, I like, I like a lot of good things I heard about Dayton, whether it was people going there for dinner, yeah, stuff like that. It's a family more city. Cause like, yeah. The one time I went there, it was like, I was downtown and there wasn't a single car. <laughs> yeah, that, but that and like another city that's like that is Cambridge. If you've ever driven through Cambridge, it's Cambridge. like a ghost town, Cambridge, Ohio. I never, I never heard of that. Really? Hey, it's like one of the worst cities to live in in Ohio, in like the United States. As far as violence? No, as far as just like it sucks. There's, like, there's, nothing. there's just nothing. There's like no like job. It, it's a lot of things it's go into down. factors, but like it's just not. It's boring. It's like no, like I think they have a population of like twenty thousand. Hey, but bro, we took the best of BB pitches in Dayton. Honestly, man, this yeah. So, so we're gonna get we're gonna get to Dayton, that. I, Dayton I, I wanna is get into nothing it. but culture. My fault. Dayton oh, is Lamar. So you get here, right? You get here in you said seventh grade. You get you get into high school. Tell us a little bit about like what is your initial interest when you're into your like junior junior senior year. So like. When I landed in the States, I came to, uh, I went to DC, Washington DC, for like a year, all right? And I was like, bro, what, what is this? This is, I was like, bro, this is like, this is not what I saw on TV. Like, I, thought, I thought the whole United States looked like LA. California, like, right, right. Yeah, I was like, oh, bro. And like, propaganda, bro. Yo, I mean, DC cool, but like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't LA. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just my parents was like, we can't stay in DC. Is that is that how it's advertised in in as far as like the UAE? It, it, yeah, that's how America's advertised. I mean, it's like to the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty much like advertisement like for America is like a lot of the bigger yeah. cities which is LA, Florida, figure, Palm Trees. Yeah, because sort of yeah, you're not in it to get the actual perspective of someone who's actually from right. a different country cuz it's a bit different. Yeah. Cuz like I like I see UAE, I think the soccer team um and Dubai. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> much like and I think of a lot of money. A lot yeah. of money. It's not as I mean, obviously it's, it's hard true, it's hard to earn. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. So. Right. Definitely. It's not for everybody. You think yeah. the you think the work ethic over there is a lot, yes. a lot cleaner than it is here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the work ethic of our is it that the work ethic is a lot cleaner, or is it that people are working for different reasons that they're working for here? I feel like people there got like more drive. Yeah. You know. And they probably have they probably have better interests than just coming home with a paycheck. Yeah, and like. You're coming home to a paycheck, but to who? You know what I mean? Is that paycheck for yourself yeah. or for your family? Right. Yeah. That's you another I mean? thing, too. So, like, it's, like, so many different factors for, yeah. for if you think about it. But, so, like... So, you come here, your family decides Washington, D.C. is not the place. So, what's going on after that? Why? Why? So they just, they wanted see. to be next to family. Oh, and that's, that's where you had... us there. You know what I mean? We had, like, friends and stuff, but, like, we needed, like, I mean, family, you know? Yeah. So, they were, like... To Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Yo. Out of all places. You were like, why? I, th- I said the same thing yeah. when I was moving from Florida. My mom was like, we're going to Columbus. And I had been here before already. And I was just like, why are we doing that? She's like, because it's the only place we got family. And I was like, yeah. all right. I that's was a, like, whatever, that's dude. That's a good reason. I like, it's too quiet. Too quiet? It's yeah, DC is probably loud, wouldn't it? Like DC, like that's why I like UC. That's why I like yeah, Cincinnati. Me too, me too. Cincinnati's yeah. so loud. It's busy. You know, it's you, busy. you like the you like the heck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I want low key. I low key do too. Yeah, like I like like fire trucks driving by. Yeah, yeah or seeing <laughs> like, people walking to down me, the that street. Doesn't matter. I'm all right, like, bet. All right, bet. Yeah. yeah. I'd be looking. I, I was it. like, oh, it's my neighbor. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I get it. so, so then you you come here, you get into high school. As far as education. What's your what's your interest? I mean, like, are you talking about like in college or like? No, no, in high school. In, in high school, so, so junior senior year. What, oh, did, what, what did you think you were gonna be? A doctor. 
Like, Yo, <laughs> I thought there's no cap. <laughs> he was in eighth grade, like no. probably a med doctor. School. Yeah. I was like, hey, hey, I boy, to I'm be, going to med school. Hey, I wanted to be the first black president when I was six years old. <laughs> That's a good goal. Look where I'm at now. Yeah, <laughs> Obama <laughs> took that. Obama <laughs> took your message and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. once he did that, I was like, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Obama. You ruined a kid's dream. So, so you wanted to be a doctor. Junior year, senior year of high school, what did you think you were going to be or what did you want to be? Honestly, um, I wanted to, I've always wanted to be in business since I was a kid. Because part, part of that is like my dad, like he took me around. He took me around. He took me around with him when he was doing business and all that. I was just like, I like this process. Like, yeah. I guess a process to yeah. everything. So, um, junior, senior year. I don't really think I was thinking about anything because I was I was working like two jobs during the year and taking like semi-hard classes and playing football. Like, yeah. Yeah, so you were one of those kids that had a lot on your plate pretty much the I high mean, school. I didn't have a lot on my plate. It was just like, I don't want to, I don't, I'm getting to an age where I need to stop asking my parents for money. Right, time. right. I think that's every kid's. Like, at, a, at a certain I feel, point. I totally get you. At a certain point, I'm like, I don't want to keep Asking them for money, yeah. like if I continue to do that, I'm gonna be doing that till I'm 29. Yeah. And that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right. That's a good attitude to have. I have to. That's I'm gonna just, I'm just grind for no reason, yeah. for real, just yeah. to have money on me. No, so, it makes sense. I don't think I was really thinking about anything junior senior year, but like once I was about to get to college, like in the senior year, I was like, all right, bro, let's let's strap in. Let's yeah, like like school is over for real. Life about to really be here in a couple of seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I've business. I'm. I've always wanted to be a CEO of something or have my own business. Be anything as far as like investing, having a company of some sort, anything. But yeah. So that's like pretty much the. I don't know if any of you like know this really, but like the they say the quickest way to technically like get rich is to like own something like have something completely oh, in your name it could be yeah it could be anything that, that could just keep it literally changes the the track of your family tree yeah. like so yeah you you go to you're both in high school and you think you're going to be those those things then when you go to college you you chose to major in business i'm sure yeah business economics and you chose to major in Business, business, yeah. straight so, business. So, what, business. what was the switch? When, when was the moment in your life where you were like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna be a doctor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go." I mean, business. I never like being a doctor was always my parents' thing, right? You know, they like. But the thing is, they pushed it on me in, like in a good way. It was like a motivation thing. It, it was, was more like, just like, yeah. It was like, why don't you be a doctor? You know, why not? You should be a doctor. You know, you can be. You know, right. Like. Should be a doctor. Right. And then. Usually how that yeah. goes. And then like in high school, I even went to Etcher Square, like in high school. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? That was like all about science. For so, those who don't know, HS Squared is a, a high school in our local town. Uh, the Our high school is split into academies. HS Squared is the uh, medical academy. Is there a business academy? Yeah. Oh, that's there is. Yeah. Bell. There's a business education, literature, and law. There's. That's Bell. There's HS squared, and then ours was E-STEM, which is uh, environmental science and stuff like that. Yeah, the STEM, and then Encore, which is like visual and performing arts. So, I'm, yeah, yeah, you get. I, I was interested in that because me and Austin, we had our first episode a couple weeks ago, and we talked about. I mean, one of the big things we talked about was uh, that that point in life when you, you know, your parents are pushing you to be one thing, and, and you decide to be another. Uh, for me and and Austin actually, for both of us, it was sports. Uh, when Austin told his mom he didn't want to do sports, what? What? Go ahead. What's up? What's the frustration? So, so, I've been playing football for twelve years, right? Yeah. So, like my elementary school, I didn't want to play. Like I really didn't want to play. And my my parents outside influence was like, "No, nah, you're playing." Like, Same thing. Same thing. Pretty much, yeah. I was forced to play up until about seventh or eighth grade, and then it was like, if you want to play, you can. And I think, and I, she still wanted me to. And I but. think for a lot of males who are who are raised in America, it's, it's a similar way for a lot of people. 
Because I feel like I don't know why, but parents that's that's the first thing that parents want to see their kid become. It's the active discipline. It's the active discipline though, yeah. too, yeah. throughout yeah. the all like, of youth you sports. No, you go finish. Yeah, that like, too. Remember this, because like when you do sports, you're always like busy doing like mm-hmm. that. And you're busy. Yeah. You yeah. don't have time to go out and start doing. You know. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But so like, like that's, the, that's what they thought. Like that's what they wanted us. And all know? the mentor, like all the all the stuff you get, like life lessons and stuff from your coaches. And, and I'm interested. And everything like that. Is it like that in the UAE? Is it is it sports? Is it, it or is it more of a what you're gonna be start? everybody over like I mean most people I won't say everybody but most people play soccer. You know right. Yeah. And like I played in the street. Like like Ooh. you know what I mean? It was fun, bro. It was like just no shoes sometimes. Come home like covering dirt. You know, pure, just the pure sport. Like yeah, just playing. Yeah. You know, and then like once I came here, that's when I started like playing club. Mm-hmm. You know, and like so. Yeah, it was that hard to huh? Like, cause when we were small, we used to play like football in the street. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we might hit a, we might hit a pole like, on life. Every what I think every street soccer player can play like soccer, like regular soccer, but not every regular soccer player could play street yeah. soccer. No. No, you know. Yeah, you got to be built it's for that. Different. It's like street. So it's so much. I'm not. I'm not a pro at it, but yeah. like you know, I got. I mean, it's, I got a couple of tricks. It's probably different down. rules, different yeah, like guidelines. Just, it's like it's everybody yeah, for and, Yes, and like if the uh, <laughs> if the owner of the ball loses or no, he doesn't get the ball, boy takes the ball and goes yeah. home. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not playing no more. There's, there's the no the fights. That's there's it. no fights. There's no nothing. saying nothing. nothing. You lost, bro. And like. We used to have like a lookout, right? So we used to have like a lookout. So if like one of our parents came, like came back from yes. work, yes. and they see us outside, yeah, yes. that's when you same thing over here. Yeah, you know what I mean? slow. Yeah, you like, you like, hey dog. <laughs> oh, oh god, I think I just saw your mom. Yep. <laughs> then you just. Yes, yeah, so I, I I'm hearing a lot of a uh, similar stuff with with slight differences in, in the UAE. Um, yeah, so y'all both decide you want to go for business. When did y'all meet? I'm interested in, in that. We met. First time we ever met was when one of our friends, common friend, uh, Gerald Crosby, he, like, introduced us to each other. Because I used to just be, I just used to be, like, first semester, just stay in my dorm. Right. You know I mean? yeah. Chill, not going nowhere. Second semester, I started, like, meeting them. Me and everybody for real, for real, and then we just started going parties together and just like having fun for real, for real. Yeah. yeah. So it started as a friendship at first. When did you guys? Was it one of you who had the idea? And then you, y'all talked about it of of starting Habibi, the 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 brand. So like, ready? Are y'all ready? Are y'all really ready? <laughs> so like, we started we started like hanging out more, just like without even Habibi, nothing like just right. like. Like chill, go to parties together, you know, all that good stuff. And then uh, one time I was on my iPad, right? Back when I was like, I used to just draw stuff. And like, listen, I'm not an artist. Like, okay, I can't draw. Right. Okay, you know what I mean? I just can't draw. But like, I just get something. I can sometimes get creative with it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And it looks nice. Yeah. So. That was with this, with Habibi. And I just, I like my iPad. It was my wallpaper. And then he just, he like took a glance. He was like, bro, what the hell is that? And I was like, it's Habibi, bro. And then he was like, that got to go on a shirt. And then I'm like. That's interesting. So, so you, you were just the artist. You just had it there. And then he was the one that, to basically be like, hey, we should make this into something. Exactly. I've What's never, it mean? Like, Huh? What's so it Habibi in Arabic, it's a it's a term of endearment. Okay. Right. They use it. They use it in many many of the like yeah. Arabic different. I mean Arabic different countries. So you just use it with your bro. Use it with your girl. Use it with your dad. I mean anybody. You know. And there is like a it's like a masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like like you like I've seen it before that like. A girl would t- say to a girl, yeah, in the masculine form, you know, because it's like it's so constant, right, like, it's right, okay, right. I mean? it's like like yeah, exactly. It's like bro, like I'm yeah. like bro, like, like exactly. Bro. You know how like when girls say it, it's right. cool. So, 
Yeah, I was just, and then in high school, people were calling me. Calling him, yeah, yeah. low key. There was like, that was like, like my close friends were calling me Habibi, right? And then, yeah, I just carried with me to high school, but I mean in college, but I didn't tell nobody that was like my nickname. Right, you that, just yeah, like that Habibi thing got open in college when like when we started yeah. like thinking about this. So, so Ridge, I'm interested in, in wondering. Was it that you were looking for something to start? Were you looking for something to put on a shirt? Or was it just you, you saw it and it, the idea just came right then? Um, This is how, like, this is how I think. So, like, I've always wanted to be a CEO, owner of, of like, my own business, like I said. Yeah. But, like, I wanted to go into consulting. So, that's what, that's what I, I mean, I still want to do that, but, like, that was like my ultimate dream was was like having a consultant firm for I don't know sports management, just regular business, anything. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't have a niche. Yeah. Where I wanted to do a consultant, so I was just like, look. I was like, shoot, I'm just testing the process. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm like I'm taking classes and all that stuff. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to read the Bible, like trying to get an understanding for this. But after a while, I was just like. Maybe maybe I should just just trust God to take yeah. me somewhere, and then, like I said, well, like he said, um, we were just chilling. We were just chilling. It was like two a.m. on like a, a Wednesday night. Yeah. Like we just like just like came back to the dorm from like classes meetings, and like meetings and all that. Oh my God. And then yeah, so like we were just chilling, probably watching like highlights or whatever. I don't know. Atlanta then, was on, bro. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta. Hey, that's a good show. So then we just <laughs> chilling, and then he's like, hey, bro. I'm like, hold on. What's that? <laughs> I'm like, how you say that? He says, so BB. And then he explains what it is and, like, and like, like, what it is and where he's from and everything. I was like, this is dope. Yeah. Like, this is. I was like, Omar, this is tight, bro. Yeah. We have to put that has to go on the white team, bro. Yeah. So from there, then did you from right there y- y'all decided, hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna we're gonna try to try to do this or what? Was it was it more well, of a it was for a about week? a couple of weeks it was like, hold on, we gotta Yeah. Are you we, sure you wanna do this? Because like we took like every step we took was like like strategic. Yeah, like we studied it. Like it was like we kept thinking about it. It wasn't like like okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We like pause. We're like okay, we right, right, right. think about this real quick. Yeah, you know. So beginning took us a while, and then when did it? When did we like like at some point we just clicked? Like we're like okay, we need to like go ahead. I think, I think and we never stopped while, ever since. I think after a while it was just like we just kept talking after the it. tour, after the spring break tour. Yeah, when was that? In, was spring it, break. April. Like April, early yeah. April. March. March. And then March. And March early. A, a tour? No, no. Oh, we, <laughs> no, no. It was uh, it was a spring break tour. Like That's with our, another story. With yeah. the, like African American Center, Resource Center. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, the, we just went on like an HBCU. Hey, Kimber Walker to the Celtics. <laughs> For real? For real? Four years, $141 million. Woo! Okay. Next right here contract. live on the podcast. That's crazy. <laughs> So all right, so y'all start it. Y'all figure out, yeah, we want to do this. Where does the the money come from? Because there has to be money involved. So that's always an interesting story to me because I feel like no matter what you do, uh, you gotta you gotta have money to start it. This this studio right here, I had to go half with my with my boss on it, and so that money needed to come from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm always interested on how people get that that startup money for for following their dreams. I mean. It was all, it was blessing, you know what I mean? We're Honestly. like, we're like blessed. We worked hard, you know what I mean? Man, Collected. I, I ran it up the, uh, the summer before that. So y'all bootstrapped. Y'all, y'all just saved your own money. Had, and like, with that. like from that summer, yeah. like I had extra money. Like yeah. just, I was just like. That's what's up. You, you, you reap what you saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. So then I mean, we just like trusted the process for real, for real. You know what I mean? You just know, went with it. You, you just, just went with it. You're like, I mean, we're not gonna get this money back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that was the big yeah. thing behind us. Like, look, if 
if we cross a certain line, like it's really no coming back. That's for what I'm a saying. So it's a commitment, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest part too is committing, going all the way through with it. You know, you see a lot of people coming up with stuff like that, um, and it falling really, really short, and it sucks because you almost wonder what it could be like yeah. if they kept trying. That's I think that was a big motivation behind it. Like we just we was like, all right, we just don't want to regret this, right? You feel me? So, so you got to make the best out of it, no yeah. matter what, or else you're gonna regret that, that, it. That's interesting. I feel like in in my life and, and when I look at other people's lives, I think regret is one of the biggest feelings that I think yeah. I strive to to go against in my life, and that people really should strive because I I think regret is that feeling that you could have done something but you didn't do it. It never and goes it's away, just, and it's, and it's just guilt. It's just guilt of I could have done that and I didn't do it, and it'll never go try. away for some people. People carry that on their shoulders for the rest of their life. Like time. that's, that's what it. I'm saying. You know what's gonna like that kills like, people. Kill yeah. you. the worst is that what if. Go ahead, go ahead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what that what if. if. The worst feeling to me is when I'm talking to someone grown and they're like, yeah, I could have did this. I had this opportunity. I started taking that serious after it. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when you're younger, when, when you're, you know, high school, junior high, you don't really listen to it. You don't mm-hmm. really think about it that much. Then when you get into college, you realize like, dang, like that, that, that's truth. It's truth that if, you know, I, I, do, I don't do something, I regret it in the future, it's going to hang on me. It's going to hang on my life. So, so that, that's interesting that you said that because uh, I feel like that fuels me a lot. So you guys, uh, you raise the money, you start getting stuff together. What was the toughest part of getting Habibi together? My patience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate, I hate waiting for stuff. God, That's waiting. true. He doesn't like to procrastinate, and I'm the biggest procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think that's literally <laughs> us right there. It's like this man will be up. At like 3 a.m., he's like, this has got to go up. And I'll be like, well, we can what do it tomorrow, doing? right? <laughs> he's like, but but we should do it now. It's like, but we could do it tomorrow. You feel like, me? I don't know. Habibi, like, once he showed me that, it's, yeah. like, it's something it sparked. It sparked. Something right. sparked in my heart. And I like, I never had got a feeling like that before. The same thing with this podcast. And I, and I feel like, yeah, me and you are, are very similar where – we saw this thing. We saw this vision for the for this product or this service, whatever we had in and mind. Sit right in front of you. And it's yeah, and, it, and you're just like, I have to go at it. Yeah. Dude, like, and it's, like, it's like every second of the day, you're like, if I don't work on this more, it's gonna fail, and I and I, I can't let it fail. So it's like I, f- I feel exactly what you feel. I, I, it's it's sort of like a I gotta do this now. Like it's it's gotta happen. But I feel like in those moments of 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 me and Austin talking, he sort of calms me down because you have to realize that Same thing. you put all that energy in in a month mm-hmm. and you're going to be burnt out when you're five months ahead. Mm-hmm. So I feel like exactly. so I feel like you guys and then us too, uh, that relationship is good to where I'm always trying to motivate him, but at the same time, he's calming me down and, and, and trying to get me to, like, to the like marathon. Relax, relax. Exactly, exactly. It's not, yeah. Don't, marathon. don't, don't, yeah, don't put all your chips out yet. Yeah, That's exactly. what I'm saying. You got to let them wait. You mm-hmm. got to let them wait. Yeah, I, I love the fact that, yeah, our partnerships are almost exactly alike. Uh, so yeah, you, you start Habibi, you said, you said the biggest challenge was, was your patience. When you guys did the photo shoot for your guys' website, uh, a- after you, you had those pictures taken and, and you saw people in your tees, what did you think? Bruh, we like, during that photo shoot, like the photographer, you're yeah. taking the pictures. Of like, Shout out to Kendra. Facts. Uh, she hard with the camera. She is. Dating. But... Yeah, we like she was taking those pictures, and then we we're like, we just like talking. We're like, bro, they're wearing our shirts. <laughs> like that, like, it's like, damn, it's like, like, I like really I made like, those. Like, I mean, at some point, you just gotta be like, listen, like I did this shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> that, that's that, that's another point of yeah. like when you when you're starting something and you you see it sort of take that first step. So uh, for for me, it, like, for me it was. Getting us on on YouTube and Spotify and seeing our video up there, it was like, we really did this. Like it's up now. Like like we started. It's there. So yeah, I think that's really interesting. I think it's cool. What were you gonna and, say? Uh, piggybacking off that, like, cause he came he came to Dayton, right? So he's with my boys. Yeah. So it's just like seeing my shirt on on some of the closest people in my life. Like it was just like. I like the models were like friends. Yeah, like they're like close right, they were they looked like people. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, but like, yeah, seeing my, seeing like my friends buying it and they like they buying two shirts like black and white, 
So like they spend it out of they, out of, out of their work. pocket. Yeah, yeah. for your for your like, yeah. that's dope. Thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, this has been the episode of Before We're Thirty. You guys can get this uh, podcast everywhere you see below. Also, email us uh, at the email that's popping up right now so you can ask us questions on the next episode. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thanks, guys, for coming. Uh, and that's all.